0: A poor soul of noble origins, a squire tested in battle, a knight errant forged in Camelot, a man strengthened by love. Join Adam as Sir Gulliston and Craig as the Game Master in Blood and Lust, a King Arthur Pendragon duet game of chivalry and mythic adventure. Let us win glory for our king, who will reward us with honors and lands, and the devil take the hindmost. way, sternly introduces Jonathia to you. You may have met her before, the king says, but I expect you do not know her. This is Jonathia, daughter of Jonathel, the Praetor of Dorset, and Jonathia has quite the story to tell you. And it's been obvious that uh, she's been crying for a while and seems very close to bursting back into tears, but she looks to you and says, I, I pray you uh, good nights uh, that you forgive me. For what I have done, you know as well as I that Avielly could never refuse to marry you, Gulliston, just because the heartblade blade was no longer where she sent you for it. So to you, it was just a sword. To Kinfell, my beloved, King Cadway's son, it was life itself. And she looks at the floor. Or so I thought. She um tries her eyes and then starts again. When Sir Duen came to me bearing his tokens, he said it was Kinfell's friend he said he was Kinfell's friend, and I never thought to doubt him. Dwen said that my love was held captive by a knight who hated him with a bitterness so deep that he kept Kinfell alive just to torture him by holding him forever apart from me, and that the villain would never ransom Kinfell for anything aught but the heart blade. And that's why I ran away from my home and became a servant for your lady to overhear when she spoke of the sword. But it's clear to me now that Dwin himself is a villain and he never meant to free Kinfell for anything. Then King Caraway picks up the story from here. On the trail, while Dwin was supposedly leading me to the castle where Kinfell was imprisoned, he poisoned the wine of my men and put a sleeping potion in my own cup, hoping to ransom me to my son open to ransom me as well as my son, no doubt. Most of my entourage would now be dead, and I prisoner, if not for the intervening of the good dame Bevline. She arrived at my camp after Dwin's poisons had taken hold, but in time to administer an antidote before she had died, uh, before any had died. Dwin, though, emerged from the tent with the heart blade that we had fully recovered. We took up our swords to chase him. But remained too weak from the poison to fall as he rode off to the north of the harpblade, Beveline said that she knew where he would go, and that Dwin was actually the villainous Sir Bertlot. at which point Sir Cadway spits on the floor, brother of S- Sir Bruce Sans Pi- um, P- uh, Sir Bruce Sands pity, now that the harpblade is his, he is certain to indulge his hatred for Avielli of Stoneleigh in an effort to twist the magic of the harplay blade to his own ends. There was a prophecy surrounding the um blade. Beveline said, at which point you're probably all nodding along, knowing about it. Ah, we're familiar
1: with this prophecy. So, Cadway
0: goes on to, um, recount it, um, and given the description of the sword at the beginning, um, let me re say that. Uh, Beveline said that uh, she would try to send a messenger out to you, but she was going to try to use her magic to ser- slow down Burklet and to warn Avielli. And at which point um, uh, Esquire noddens, um, nods along and says, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, apparently that there's there's some standing rocks near Stoneley that um, he was headed for. Perhaps that could be the spot the
1: from the prophecy, we must head there at once. My my love is in danger, and uh, he's going to kind of beckon to to the king um, for just any kind of help he can send. Um, uh, I've been informed that they're uh, they're running in a group about thirty men deep.
0: Unfortunately, many of my own men have been poisoned and are still recovering.
1: But I I will send what I can with you, and I shall go myself. And uh, Golosyn puts his hand, or no, that'd be super rude. Uh, But he takes a kneel before the king and he says, like, you are truly just. Many thanks.
0: He nods his appreciation and says, if there's any chance to save my son from this, I I too will be in your debt. It is our best interest now to work together. I fear my son might already be dead, Um, at which point Jonathan starts to cry again. But if there's any chance at all, I, I must try. So, at which point, there's great commotion of the castle as whatever men-at-arms could be put together um, and outfitted with horse are made ready. Is there anything the three of you would like to do before heading off to Solne?
2: I mean, gather up all our stuff, be as prepared as we can, and, and you, you know, to an extent we have squires to do a lot of that for us, and... Just have that very tiny bit of resting we can while the Squires are getting things ready. Because we're going to be doing a lot of ride- riding and moving at
0: great pace for great distances. So, is it is it your intention to ride as hard as you can? I, th- I think so. Uh,
3: let's, let's say as hard as the slowest horse of the three of us. Uh Yes. Um, but before we do, I think Sir Mavis does want to check in with Johnothea just real quickly, make sure that she is fine, that she's taken care of, that she's safe. Um, and then as soon as Sir Mavis is reassured of that, uh, mm-hmm. it basically also coincides with the time that they have Yeah, to
2: basically, we probably end up being able to only ride as quick as the entourage can manage, because there are all those other factors involved. Nights are going. Logistic trains happen just as a side effect of that. <laughs> yeah. And, and to an extent we're probably riding on our second best horses to save our best ones for the potential encounters. Closer to Stone Lake. Because yeah, I don't that know makes about sense, you, but it's... Kelly would be wanting to help and would not want to be the exhausted most horse there when it happens, probably.
1: Yeah, I gotta keep Kelly in prime fighting condition. So, I think Sir Goliston would also kind of just like tell Jonathia that like you know something lofty about like love always prevailing and stuff, and you know like uh, you, you know you have to you have to believe that he's still alive, you know, like the power of love, like et cetera, and um, it's going to be fine.
2: And Baldrick would probably have some appropriate words to say about being able to save at least two lives this quest, and possibly more.
0: Yeah. Like like you said, logistics is definitely a thing, and if you're going to have any chance of going up against an army of 30 or more people, then you definitely need to take the people you can. So that's unfortunately going to slow you down a little bit, but uh, you're basically um, thrown together, and the idea is to leave within the next few hours. Um, the, the castle's, like, woken up and just everyone put to work, and goodbyes are sent, and uh, you're at quite a, a trot as you're leaving Bath at this point. Um, it's going to be a couple days to get to Stole. If you're going to be really pushing your horses, I'm um, assuming that you're going to try to uh, just ride seas
2: that's Baldrick's thought. I mean, we need to have the strength to fight at the far end, and mm-hmm. it's 100 miles to get there.
0: Yeah. The uh, Can I have each of you make a d20 roll, please? Oh, my God. I got a one. That would be a six. A ten? All your horses survive the first day.
3: Yay!
0: The second day, are you riding the same roundsies or are you switching off?
2: Baldrick is switching off. He wants to what? all doesn't Golston have like a dozen roundsies or something like that? <laughs> Not with a... him. Oh. No. Yeah. Um Baldrick will have to keep on the rouncipe, I think, because otherwise it's his fighting horse that he'll need to fight with.
0: Okay.
1: Golston. Uh same. Uh Golston kind of looks to Baldric for these things. He's seen him handle handle this stuff when, when he was his squire. He knows he knows this stuff well. And Walter will
2: basically say that logic of our fighting horses have to be ready to fight, but we have to be, try not to be too hard on the seas. They are just doing us a great service and we must be grateful
3: for it.
0: Mavis? These
3: yeah, but, I, same thing because <laughs> but I think we have established that Mavis sometimes is a hot hat and then... Like, there's a little bit of a devil angel situation on Golliston's shoulders all the freaking time. One is the hot hat mavens, and one is the very much thoughtful um, and polite ball trick.
0: So we have you roll d20s again. This time there's going to be a minus four penalty. Mm, I don't know what eleven's
2: going to mean on that, but an
0: 11 could be better. Uh, 10. 18. Um, Baldrick, Mavis, your horses die. Um, Golston, your Roundsey is exhausted. Day three, what are you guys riding?
2: That only leaves you the have, horse.
0: You have your Sumters, which will move much slower, and you have your War Horse. Baldric won't take the
2: Sumter, I think, because at this point, he still needs the War Horse to get there alive.
0: Okay. Um, much slower, but um, a little hardier. Mavis?
3: Once again, Mavis will follow Baldrick's example, though she will mutter to herself, I should have just ridden the war horse yesterday.
0: Okay. Colston, are you going to basically ride the, the Rouncy to death, or are you going to jump on the Sumter?
1: Jump on the Sumter, give the Rouncy a little time to rest.
0: Okay. You make much less progress this way, and it's quite disheartening. Can I get D twenties from all of you?
2: Eleven again.
3: Seven.
0: Nineteen. Uh, Goldstein, what
1: size are you? Uh, double XL, triple XL. I'm just kidding. Twenty two.
0: Yeah. Um. So you have lamed your Sumter.
1: Yeah, that sucks. And yeah. there's
0: there's there's one more day of riding because you did not make very much progress.
1: Yeah, Golston feels pretty pretty lousy about uh about hurting the horse, but he's uh, you know, he's gotta press on. He's probably, you know, trying to weigh weigh his further options, but yeah. So last
0: day of riding. Uh, what are you guys riding? I think Walter will end up having to be on the
2: war horse, because otherwise he's gonna kill the Sumter, and he expects that literally there might be an attack the moment they get there. At which case, if he arrives on the wrong horse, how is he going to handle that bite? At best, he could, you know, half the distance on the Sumter, and then the last half on the Warhorse.
0: So like switching
2: would, during the day.
0: Uh, that that's already assumed that um, you're doing that. But I, I'm basically asking, which one are you going to spend most of the time on? I think he's going to end up technically spending a little bit more of it on the Sumter. Okay. Golston, uh, you, think... you have a tired Palfrey and a, you're, honestly, you're something. Um, what is his name? Old fella is going to get left behind.
1: I'm going to ride Kelly, I think, uh, okay. to try to let the tired horse rest more. Um, and then the other horses get getting, the one I just rode is getting left behind, right? Yeah, poor old fella. You had him since you were a squire. Yeah, go, that's like so fucking sad, dude. But yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, he looks longingly as, like, the the train just kind of leaves him in the dust, but there's not much you can do.
2: Uh, Baldr feels bad for the horses, but he feels worse for the people who need to be saved.
0: Sir Mavis, what are you riding?
3: Yeah, a little bit more on the war horse than on the center today.
0: All right, so uh, let's have one last d20 roll. Three. I got a 19. Mavis?
3: I got a twenty.
0: I'm freaking cry, man. Uh,
3: Nafis drives recklessly, and it's not paying off.
0: Yeah, you go hole. You arrive at uh, Stoneley, and uh, uh, Sable's okay, but um, freaking crying over a, a horse. But like, it's really sad. It's it, it's sad. Kelly just doesn't have the heart to continue, <laughs> and you're. Unnamed horse, um, Mavis, just will get you there, but doesn't like have the spirit to go any further. So, Does that mean, I'm the only one who made it with a war horse intact. Yeah. Um, Baldrick
2: looks at the situation with the two of them and says, Um, I hate to do this on foot, but Sir Galston, I believe I should have to let you ride this horse which you so graciously gave me as first and foremost
1: this is your quest um yeah Golston is just like feeling pretty broken about losing Kelly uh he just uh you know I feel like he's just going to try to like ride I don't know like I think I don't think he could do it you know I think he's gonna just try to like walk his remaining horse the the rest of the way there. It's just like very uh disheartening for him because it's like uh, you know, this horse that he spent so many years with, really. and it's like, uh, you know, it died trying to get him where he needed to go. and it's just like, uh, it's hard, you know, so he's just like he's just walking with the with the horse he still has
2: all right. well, I'm not Beach be shown that baldrick made the offer, so if we do need to pop Goldson on a horse really quickly, he can be on the best horse
0: we got left so you're not the only ones who are arriving in battered condition um most of the horse flesh kind of peters off as, and is exhausted from pushing so hard but um pink Catway basically says like he can always get more horses he only has so many sons and it,
1: yeah Golston gave- uh nods but it, it didn't feel like a horse to him you know it 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 was so much more than that, but he just like agrees.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you have your exhausted um, bouncy yet, but yeah, you arrive um, within sight of Lily Stream and Sir Mavis. I'm not even going to make you roll for this. You recognize a very um, a very prominent um, banner being displayed. It's a green field with a vertical. Um, a black bar on top and a golden honeybee on it. You would recognize, um, the, the arms of Sir Adriana, not a lady anywhere. And it appears that some of the, uh, daughters of Bodicea have circled around Stoneley.
3: So that's, uh, that's a way to come home. Hmm. Um, yeah. I think, like, Mavis. In in our story, this horse may have been unnamed, but for Mavis, of course, this horse is definitely not was definitely not unnamed. That was the horse that she did tournaments on. So you, you
0: probably won it as a prize in your first tournament or something. Probably.
3: Okay. So I mean, and then to arrive back to the daughters, or basically seeing all the daughters again, without that specific horse it's going to be a thing. um she she will perk up okay at least we are at least we are greeted with friendly faces
0: and you hear a voice call out from um, from behind the banners saying good nights. are you friend or foe of the lady Avielli? uh
1: galston wipes the wipes the tears from his eyes and he uh he he proclaims uh, loudly, we are friends of the Lady Avielli. And like he sticks his chest out, like he's trying to um regain his, his bravado. Um the knight nods and dismounts um and walks
0: up to you and clasps um your hand with hers. Uh I am uh Sir Idriana. I
1: I'm very glad to hear that. You must be Golston. Uh, indeed, I am. Give us a, a rundown of the situation here. How can we help? Uh, I believe that
0: um, we're too we're too late to um, stop Berdolot from capturing Lady Avielli. However, we have secured her home. He's headed now um, to uh, the stones, the Whispering Knights, if you will. Um, you may know them as the Rollright Stones. They're not a half day's ride from
1: here. Uh, Goldeston is going to uh he, hes going to, um, you know, put his hand on this on this knight's shoulder and thank her. And he's going to say, uh, "My many thanks." We'll ride out at once, uh, but may I please uh, beg your—beg your pardon for for a horse to to borrow? And uh, he's crying <laughs> as he says it. <laughs> Seems uh mine. Yeah, he can't even say
0: it. Uh, the lady nods and. Sadly, she says, "Bertlot's men had raided the stables of Lily String before departing." And um, Golston says, "Oh, sorry." But that selfish action might have might have saved her. You see, it, it might just be the time we need to to get there and to stop him from performing that dreadful deed.
1: And uh, Goldeston will will. Uh he'll give her a nod and he takes a step up onto his tired horse and he says, I'll rescue her on foot if I have to. And you just see him kind of ride off forward, uh, not incredibly fast or anything, just trying to respect the limits of this horse that he's already put through the ringer. And he's just kind of like, uh, saying prayers to, to God. And, uh, you know, just trying to, uh, Trying to, like, uh, believe in the power of love and hope that that can, that can guide his way.
2: How far is it to the stones?
0: About a half day's ride. And and you can, uh, as she points out in the distance, you could see if we leave soon and you see, like, a dust cloud, we might beat him to it and hold the high ground. Did I freeze again? Yeah. Oh, what, was yeah. Last, what was the last thing you heard? Half
2: About a half day's ride. ride
0: about a half days ride, but if you look and she um, points her finger and you see a trail of dust coming from the distance if we hurry we could beat them there and hold the high ground yes indeed we should head out at once Sir Mavis if you will
3: sir Adriana of course uh,
0: take uh, take whatever uh, uh, nice we have and th- they'll help they'll do their part and she indicates some more to help fill the ranks and um, they're on much fresher horses than you are but uh um, it's starting to actually look like it could be a close fight um with the addition of the new knights now go go quickly where there isn't that much time are you going to push it one more time with the horses to try to beat them
2: baldrick is if no one else is going if sorry if Galson does not choose to go for the war horse he offered he will finally actually get on the war horse who has not been pushed at all this entire trip <laughs>
1: um yeah Golson's just gonna ride the horse he has
3: yep Mavis uh, only has a center left so that's what she'll ride
0: I'm gonna ask for one more Con roll for the horses uh nine uh
2: 11 for the
0: war horse
3: a six uh
0: the Sumter and the um, unstable are fine uh the 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 poor old tired um, Ronsi gets you there, and then collapses under exhaustion. But you are at the top of this giant hill with a cir- circle of standing stones at your back, and you're looking down, and you have secured the crest of this hill, and look down and see Bertlot's army amassing at the bottom.
1: Uh, Dalston. Uh. Looks down on this uh this force of men, and how many like you know rough estimate how many people does he see uh it's about thirty, most of the men at arms um he just kind of like looks to the sky, says like a final prayer, and just kind of like you know makes sure he's fully ready.
2: I have a thought
1: Yes, hold t-
2: cannot look like a coward before his men, perhaps you can call him out to single combat. For the, your lady love and say it it's with such striking words that to refuse you would make him a coward beyond disgust, unworthy, even of the men he's already given his gold to. And if he refuses, some of them might turn
1: away from him, giving us an advantage. Should he not accept your challenge? Yeah. uh he's going to walk over to like the edge of one of these rocks and he's going to uh, call down. Oh, there, sir Burlot! Everyone around you spits on the ground. You see, a few
0: of the men on the hor- on horses, like conferring, and you see a few heads look up at you. You're not sure who is it is, but you're talking to you're talking to people, and someone heard you.
1: Do you not dare face me in honorable combat, or are you a coward that has no honor? and he just like uh you know he's standing he has like a hand on a hip and a hand on the clasp of his sword and uh you know like a knee is kind of like up he's kind of posing a bit and uh his his chest is is puffed out um you know and like his long hair is kind of f- go flowing in the wind right now sun behind him you know and he's just kind of like uh come out and face me
0: There's some conferring um, on the grounds below, and several of the men dismount from horses. And you see a hail of arrows get shot at you, but they don't quite make it all the way to the top. And then there's some more conferring, at which point um, uh, King Cadway, on the best horse that he could find, he probably stole one from, borrowed one from one of his men, um, uh, arrives next to you and calls down, You've lost Burlot! I have the high ground. It's over. And there's some more um talking down below. And a few men come forward and they look unsure what they do what to do. And Cowway yells out again. You'll never reach the circle alive. It's over. Baldrick will then yell down.
2: Should any of you who took his goal hope? To one day see friend or family again. Depart now. None of you will survive his dishonor should you try to take this hill.
0: Make me this is your, only, your roll. chance
2: to surrender or face Gulson in honorable combat. For make,
0: make me an orate or roll.
2: I'm going to impassion my orate with fealty lord because I want to impress the crap out of these guys. That is a 20. They don't care. Um oh no worse. That's a 20 on the impassion. Oh
0: Grab. so you botched your honor. It's going it's it goes down by one automatically. And I swear, you impassions, man. Hey, hey, I believe that
2: I'm supposed to dramatically fail repeatedly, so goals thing can be more awesome in the end.
0: Character is maddened and immediately loses one point of the passion. Um, a character, maybe okay. Uh, you are fuming at this point, point. Um, and Baldrick, you think you're you're giving this impassioned speech to, um, basically give tell them to give up. But it's everyone else is just hearing like Baldrick just yelling these Saxon war chants down at them,
2: and they're not moving and they're not reacting and. Baldrick is losing his cool. So I believe if I'm maddened,
0: that means because they're not moving, I'm a charging probably. It, it's possible for it to happen at, at a time in time. I'm, I'm keeping in mind. I just need a railroad this slightly longer. Sorry.
2: It's fine. It's yeah. fine. I, I'm just trying to play the role properly.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Hold on to that. So one man steps out from the rest and appears to be answering Cadway's remarks, not Baldrick's, and says, Cadway, if I do not make it to that circle alive, your son will never return to Bath alive. And King Cadway, like, like he's like thrown back in his horse, like that actually, like, surprised him. And then Burlock continues, I don't have to kill the woman. I only have to spill a little bit of her blood. Pull away from the circle. Let me fulfill the prophecy. I keep the heart blade, and you get both Ellie Aviali and
1: Confain in return. I, I can't trust him. What a what a treacherous coward! He's like he's saying this to uh to Mavis and Baldric, not yelling it over the rock, but he's just like, I mean, he's very tempted to just forget about this stupid sword and just like have his true love in his arms again, but he doesn't believe that that's really what's going to happen. And he's just like, if only it was that easy, but
3: as, as, as easy as it would be, it would not be right. The hard blade would be tainted. And we just, we, we cannot, we cannot let that slide. If he won't work with on in honor, honor shall be done upon
2: him. And Baldrick will shout down for the good of Sir Galston. You will be brought to justice today and charge him. He's just gonna straight out charge because clearly no one is doing anything, and the madness is upon Baldric.
0: Well, no one was expecting that, Baldric. So um you are are you on your horse or are you charging on foot?
2: Uh, I'm on the good horse still because I'm on the good horse.
0: <laughs> um since this is dramatically appropriate, I'm going to treat your Madden as a plus 10 passion um, insp- inspiration because I've, I've done that before. Uh, what are you inspiring?
2: Lance. He's got a lance. He's got a horse.
0: Justice needs to happen. All right. Um, A lot of things happen very quickly at this point. Several of the men, the men at arms, try to Jump on horses real quick. Actually, a few of them were on, and they tried to countercharge you, Baldric. Um, King Cadway's men are kind of stunned, and they kind of look to uh their king, who is just flabbergasted that this is happening because he's still uh a little freaked out about um the threat against his son. Uh Golston and Mavis, you're probably a little surprised of what's going on right now, and you are not on horseback. So, Baldrick, um, you are charging against uh, four mounted mercenaries.
2: It's worth it. We all know who I'm going for, but if someone's in my way,
0: I'm sorry. You probably yep. shouldn't have been in the way. You were warned. Um, so, are you going to... Sp- Uh, Are you going to go through one, or are you going to try to split your skill? I'm going to go through one,
2: because there's one in front of me, and his vision is narrowing down.
0: (laughs) Okay, um, I'll roll off against the one, then. You have... uh, I'm actually going to give you a plus 15, um, plus 10 for the inspiration, and plus 5 because you're charging downhill. All right, that would put
2: my lance... Up to 31 temporarily, so a 14 definitely
0: crits. Okay, that's uh 7d6 or 14 d6 versus the one guy. That would be 46 damage. Uh you straight up kill him, and your lance is unbroken actually because it's an even number of damage. Um one of the one of the remaining guys definitely hit against you. What's your armor, Baldric? I believe we said that it's 15, thanks to that bit of bonus from Chivalry. Okay, so you're taking uh, three points of damage from one, and uh, three points from another one. And you are a Madden Knight amongst a bunch of foes at this point. Yeah,
2: I mean, all I see are things that my lance is supposed to be shoved into repeatedly.
0: Yep. Yep. So, so the nearest one. Yes. The, the nearest one is basically uh, what you'll be doing for the next, for the foreseeable future. I, I am fine with that. All right. Um, I
2: hope that this puts the terror of Baldric into a good number of them who no longer want to fight.
0: So chaos ensues below um, the rest of you guys as like Baldric is just tearing into their lines and just, King Cadway seems in shock of what's going on. Uh you see at one point um Burlot um draw the heart blade from his um scabbard and pointed it at um at the top of the hill. You're not sure of if he's pointing at you or King Cadway or or what's going on. And then he um he's waiting as uh this red figure is being Pulled out before him, and her eyes lock with yours, and you recognize um, the lady Avielli. Even at that distance, you see her, and she's being forced on the ground before
1: him. I start mad dash uh, towards him. If I can, if I can steal a person's horse, like I'll, I literally will push a person off their horse to ride down there faster. Um, he's everything in his in his being is a. Uh, it's like uh he blacks out for a moment and he just he just goes to her.
2: Take Baldricks tired Sumpter,
0: no one's on it. Uh, um so you, you take off after her, um and she she yells to you, Golston, and then uh Burla looks down at her and impassions, and then you see as like This bright red comes from his hand, and it can only be the heart blade growing. And he drops the sword to the ground and um, leaps back in stunned amazement, as almost if the blade did not like to be uh, held by someone inspired by hate. Uh, At this point, um, Avielli uh, kicks her captor away and scuffles her way over to the sword, picks it up. And chucks it across the battlefield and Golston
1: is right in front of you. I pick it up. Um and it's like time just kind of freezes for a moment as I like, and it's just like this uh the sounds of like glory are just kind of just like a oh like a choir sounds almost play in his head as he picks up this blade. And uh he truly believes that he was put on earth uh for this moment, right now. And he impassions his love for Avielli, Um because he he wants to he wants to uh, he wants to like uh, kill this guy, basically, or he wants to fight this guy for what he's done justly. So I just passed you something in the chat.
0: Um, it is a little little card from the book. Congratulations. You are now the possessor of the magical heart blade. This gives instructions on how it works. Staple this to your character sheet right through the computer screen. Uh the heartblade is so excellently wrought that it gives a plus two sword skill in the hands of love's champion, who must maintain uh ADN love's virtues. The sword skill bonus increases to plus five and does an additional one d6 of damage. So you got that going for you. Sir Mavis, what are you doing at this moment?
3: Oh uh, Sir Mavis is on top of the hill in front of like next to a king in front of an entire army. While Baldrick is going mad dash down the hill, killing everyone, Golliston is running or is chasing towards his love. So the only rightful thing for Mavis to do is to wait a proper 30 seconds. In in film, it will be right the moment after the silence in Golliston's head the silence is broken by Mavis just screaming from the top of her lungs Junge! and down run all of the horses
0: yeah um i would like, like you she to,
3: she is on a very slow horse
0: i would like you to roll battle because you're at this point taking command of the army and a lot <laughs> yep. of these are the daughters of bodicea which would have just responded to you primarily anyways uh yeah. you I'm not sure you have a very high battle, but you are more than welcome to impassion.
3: I will impassion that with the loyalty to Adriana.
0: That's appropriate.
3: Which I fail with an 18 on 16. At least it's not. It's not a botch. It's not a botch.
0: (laughs) So what's what's your uh, battle skill? 10. It's a 5, though. You might actually do it. Don't worry. I saved all the botches for me, so you don't have to worry about them.
3: No, my dice just think we are playing a different game. I rolled another 18. So it's just is running down it.
0: It is pure chaos as the hordes of people just descend from this um, perch on top of this hill and start to clash with uh, Bertlot's forces at the bottom. Um, Baldrick, you don't know who you're fighting at some points, but uh, you're pretty sure it's not always Bertlot's man at the back of your head, but you just keep going. Um, at some point the, the tip of your spear has broken off, but, uh, you're still using it. Um, Golston, you're impassioned.
1: Okay. So I rolled a two, uh, to impassion my love for Avielli. And now I want to take the heart blade and I want to, um, I want to just like start marching towards Burlot with it. And I'm going to give him one last chance to face me honorably. What are you what are you impassioning? Your sword skill? Uh yeah, sword. All right. Which mm-hmm. is uh already pretty high right now, thanks to the, the boosts from the yeah from the heart blade. All right.
0: Um give me a second. I'm roll. Okay. So, um so Bertlot having lost the heartblade, um sees you coming and draws his own sword he has another one and and he buries
1: it into the back of Lady Avili. Uh, Golston just kind of like he stops and he's just like frozen and he's just like, no, 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 no. And he just starts out uh, he just starts charging towards him. Um, he's he's just he doesn't want this to be true. Surely there's something. There's there's gotta be another way. There's there's gotta be something that can be done. And then just that sort of fades, and he's like, he'll pay. He'll pay for what he's done. He'll pay for for turning my heart black. Like he just feels just the he just goes forward. Um he he looks to Avielli to see if if any anything can be done, any uh anything could be done to save her.
0: You look down at your beloved and she's trying to say something, but you can't quite hear it as um Burlot intercepts you, and his
1: blade rings against yours um yeah, with tears in my eyes and uh you know you know screaming he's he's just going to face Burlot, he's gonna make him pay for what he did um.
0: You are still technically inspired by your love passion, so the so
1: seventeen on a twenty-nine. I,
0: th- I
1: think that's a crit.
2: I mean, anything higher than a thirteen should be a crit.
1: Yeah. Um. So I sorry,
0: think eleven. I think that's twelve d six damage. You um. You you beat Burlot, plus your one d six from the heart blade. I guess, but sorry, I'm just a little a uh, little frazzled at this moment. Uh, forty nine. Uh, yeah, you run him through, and he slides off your thr- um off your sword without a word.
1: And I just fall to my knees, and I I hold uh, Lady Avielli in my arms, and uh, you know I'm just kind of like crying over her, and I'm just like, please, please don't go, please don't leave me here. And uh, she's trying to, she's trying to say something. I listen in to try to see if I can
0: hear. Uh, you pick up the words from her vow at the onset of this adventure. And it's the only thing you can really hear is, or anywhere beyond. And she, she leaves a kiss on your lips
1: and then she dies. Yeah. Golustin, he just kind of cries into her. He's uh, a shell of any, anything that he ever was before this. Um, This was basically everything that he existed for. And it's just kind of been like snuffed out in front of him. And there's
0: plenty of chaos on the battlefield. And I think it irises out on this. Um, So we're going to push forward a year into the future at this point. Uh, The scene is Sir Mavis at Castle Kenilworth and she's with um Anne and this young boy um who has some very strong Kimrick features um he's about eight years old at this point and he is paging at the uh ca- at the Red Keep um Sir Mavis you've been kind of kind of asked to take charge of him um do you know his real Providence as Sir Gulliston's son but he's a very excited young lad and very happy to be amongst all these knights and talks about how someday soon he'll be a squire and he'll be able to accompany you on all your ventures. And Anne's kind of rolling her eyes at him because it wasn't so long ago that she was saying the same thing. And, yeah, it's just, what do you think um Sir Mavis has been up to in the past year?
3: Ah. Uh many things, I think, among others training a new horse. Um
1: mm-hmm.
3: but um also regularly checking in on Golliston partly to battle with her own grief um and see that he is not going to spiral uh, wildly out of control um and thus in like of course partly because of him being her friend but also because the hard blade is still his. And if he were to spiral, it would be tainted. Um I also think that uh after her her trying to take charge of the army, uh Adriana put in a stern talking to her and be like, Okay, that's not how you do this thing. Um so those were the three things that she focused on a little bit. Is is one learning how to how to do that better, how to take charge better um, and not be so much on her own, um, checking in on a friend and breaking in a new horse without breaking it this time.
0: You've also heard some very troubling news about some pestilence and this growing wasteland somewhere in the nor- north. And you haven't quite really put it together, but there's also been rumors about this magical cauldron of Britain that might be able to save the land, but um it's the tale's been gaining some popularity amongst the daughters, and there's been talk about questing for it that and tournaments are now becoming pretty popular again
3: if you have a hobby, you have a hobby, so she's not bested yet, still to be bested um so yeah that uh, that is uh yeah. Good training for the horse. And maybe that is actually what brings her to the keep today specifically. Is, okay. It's been a year. I, I I get needing a year of grief. Um, that's the appropriate period without pushing somebody to go out of their comfort zone. It's time to get out there again. And it's time to be doing something again. We, we cannot just be moping around.
0: So trying to keep things on a positive note, your life goes on for Sir Mavis and one tragedy doesn't mean the end for her. You no. learn as, you learn as a means, knight.
3: It means another scar and another story to tell.
0: I'm going to cut now to uh, the manor at Stoneley uh, Sir Golston, you're on a walk. It's around the time of Beltane um, when the veils between the worlds are the, the the thinnest and you're walking around by the lake, just thinking of what's left in your life. Um, I I can't even imagine what's going on inside your head, even a year later. But, uh, when you're looking down into the lake, you, you hear a voice and then out of nowhere, you see your lady, um, She's alive and as beautiful as ever, and she smiles radiantly and reaches out her your hand and says, uh, come with me, my love. I have a promise to keep.
1: Yeah, and um, would, uh he would just follow her. And uh, she
0: takes you by the hand, and she starts walking into the lake, and she smiles, and she kisses you. And I just walk into the lake as deep as I can go. Baldric, you are summoned to Camelot for the following Pentecost. You, you've you gained some notoriety from your heroic charge at the end. Some might even say suicidal. And it has taken many weeks to bring you down from that. And most people were surprised that you had survived. But you are summoned before King Arthur. And this... Man who is introduced to you as, uh, a bard named Talison. And that, my king, is a tale of Sir
2: Balsam. Baldrick finishes slowly after having recounted countless deeds, adventures, glories, and tragedies. For my part, I hope that I am correct in assuming I aided him to the best of my ability.
0: The king nods and almost as without matter of factly, without emotion, um, Taliesin says, anything else? What else can you tell me about this man? Almost like ignoring the grandiosity of the tale that you spent all this time telling him. I can tell you that during the years I was his Squire,
2: they were some of the best years of my life. He was such a shining
0: example of trying
2: to always do what was right. Hmm. And yeah, a I heard passion for people.
0: Yeah, I I heard stuff like that before. I can make that work as he scratches the tail into some parchment. And Arthur kind of frowns and says, "Tallison, I think that's enough for today. Right. Oh, I'll, I'll get more details from this guy later. And the bard quickly disappears. And, uh, Sir Baldrick, now, uh, you're alone in the around the round table with your king. I thank you for what you have done in my service, all of you, sir. And my wife, the Lady Queen, has made mention of you as well, and mentioned that uh, your discretion was highly valued. I don't presume to know what she means by that, but I trust my queen. Thank
2: you, my liege. It is one of my greatest pleasures to be able to serve with honor.
0: I'm sure you know that. She's having tryouts again for her knights. She could use good men.
2: Baldrick's eyes will light up a little bit at this chance to, in his mind, somewhat redeem himself more. He still, to an extent, blames himself and wonders, had the charge gone differently? Would he have helped save his friend's beloved? Could he have done better? And he will look up at his king and say... I shall endeavor to be worthy of this
0: challenge you tell me is ready to be taken up. Thank you, sir. Good man. And he pats you on the shoulder and leaves. And you're alone with your thoughts for a while in the chamber of the round table. And you're kind of like looking in and taking in the spectacle of the, the, the drapings and walk around seeing the high back chairs with Names on these plaques, and you're reading from uh, some of the greats. You see Arthur's, you see Lancelot's, Gawain's, even Sir Vane, Sir Gaharis. Then you stop for a moment and you see a very familiar looking name on the back of the chair. I look in closely, suddenly noticing this. It says Sir Golston Legrand. Foger
2: smiles at that, a few tears in his eyes. I always knew he would be worthy.
0: So you, you have that, um, thought to cheer you, um, as you're walking the grounds of Camelot. And before you know it, you're walking through the, the Queen's gardens and then you're, you're lost. You don't know how you really got here, but it's weird. It's like this weird hedge maze and there's these topiary figures all around you. And you have no idea how you managed to just stumble into these, but you're lost and you don't want to cut your way out of the Queen's Garden because that'd be a little rude. So you end up wandering for some time. And you're you're walking and you come to this clearing and you see a figure dressed in like this pale yellow and she turns around and smiles. Oh, it's Sir Baldrick. I haven't seen you
2: for ages. Baldrick will politely bow and hope he recognizes her after... The fogs and mists clear just a little bit
0: the she's really grown to womanhood, but it is uh the lady Elaine, who is the daughter of King Garan um from the castle of the kite
2: Lady Elaine. It's been years. I hope you are well, and time has treated you kindly.
0: well, it certainly has, and looks like things have been quite kind to you as well. My good Lord, and she smiles. Then she looks back at you and has a mischievous little look in her eye, and she turns to you and says, "Well, sir, what would you wager against a say a kiss that I could beat you to the center of this maze?" And before you can answer, she darts off, leaving you there with a smile on your face. a breath, a heartbeat, and
2: perhaps almost a blink later, and Baldric is chasing after her. <laughs>
0: One month later, camera zooms in again on that lake, that same lake at uh, Stoneleigh, and out of the lake, the water parts, and on, out walks a young knight, merging in complete armor. His eyes are the deep midnight blue of the dark sea, and the heart blade hangs at a scabbard in his eyes. Well, thank you, everyone, for Blood and Lust, the King Arthur Pendragon story. I've been your Game Master, Craig. And reminding you that let us win glory for our king, who will reward us with honors and lands, and the devil take the hindmost. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.